the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Thank you for tuning in today. We really appreciate that. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, and sitting in for Rich today is a volunteer that's never been on the show before, except in a sort of sneaky sort of way, and her name is Lucy Polito. Lucy, good to have you in the studio today. It is uh, really very Great to be here, and hopefully it'll be a good experience. I'm sure it will be. And uh, so we'll uh, explain what I meant by that sneaky business here in just a minute, and uh, we'll uh, get uh, Lucy to tell us a little bit about how she became a volunteer at SCORE. We also have in the studio with us today a person of fame and hopefully fortune as well. At least she's on the way, and she, she is a winner of the Pitch Fest yeah. This past BizFest, her name is Kristen Maneri. Yes, thank you. Thanks for being in on the show today My as pleasure. well. Yeah, and uh, she has a, a very interesting business, uh, one that's probably been in demand ever since there has been human beings. <laughs> and uh, we are going to be talking about that as the show goes along today, too. But uh, just real quick, uh, once again, if you've never listened to the show, we really appreciate you tuning in. And for all you folks who are regulars, we appreciate you telling your friends and family about the show. That's how we expand the audience around here. And uh, for those of you who are new to the show, or just as a reminder, once again, SCORE is a nonprofit organization stocked full of volunteers from all over the country, all walks of life. And they are there available to help you make a business succeed. And uh, whether you're just starting out or you've been in business for years or decades, SCORE's probably got somebody there that can help you out uh, if you're seeking help. And especially if you're starting out, that's, that's, that's the best place to go first is to go right on over to SCORE. And they're easy to find here in Orlando. They're located in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall which is uh, if you park in the parking garage and then just go in the doors there right next to Penny's, uh, you'll be there. And uh, there's a lot of great organizations located in the Entrepreneur Center, and SCORE is one of them. The SCORE uh, mentorship program, the the advice that you would get from these volunteers from all walks of life is absolutely free. Uh, People like Lucy here do not get paid for what they do at SCORE. And uh, as I said, they are there to help you succeed. And uh, they know the pitfalls and the hurdles that most businesses have to, uh, you know, uh, overcome in the business world. So it is a great organization full of experience, saving you time and money if you take advantage of it. They also have classes, seminars, uh, a breakfast series that meets a couple of times a month, a lunch series now as well. 
And all of these things you can find, the schedule and uh, the itinerary at orlando.score.org. That's orlando.score.org. And, of course, you can walk in over there, regular business hours, or give them a call on the phone, and you'll actually get a human being, maybe even Lucy, 407-420-4844. That's 407-420-4844. And what I've been referring to here is that I guess it was about a year or so year or so ago, uh, oh, we were yeah. here, and I think we were stuck without a guest or something like that. So uh, Rich, he, he grabbed my arm and he started twisting it and uh, he got Jeff in there in a headlock and he made us call you on the phone, sort of out of the blue radio style, old fashioned radio style, candid, candid microphone. <laughs> yes, it wasn't candid camera, it was candid microphone and uh, I will never forget Rich for that and maybe even you for that matter. Well, as I said, he twisted our arm but he put us up to it. But what we're referring to is that day. Lucy happened to be what was referred to over there shorthand as the mod, right? Right. Which Manager is, on duty. Which means they actually have a person there to man the phone, man the office uh, as clients come and go. And so you're not going to get a recording. You're not going to get an answering machine unless you call after hours. And so you'll be dealing with a person directly. And if you're brand new there, what if I were to call today and you were there and I'd never done any business with SCORE before, what would you do? Well, it depends. First of all, I would ask you why you're calling, what were, what is your interest, and if you're starting a business, I'd like to know a little bit more about it. But technically, most of the people that call are asking for help. So they pretty much say, I want to start a business, or I am looking for someone who will guide me because I have started a business and I have a problem, I've heard about you, and blah, blah. So it depends on what they need. Sometimes we can basically answer the question right then and there, and sometimes we ask them to come in. Uh, or many a times uh, people are just saying, I'm thinking about doing this business, but I really don't know how to do it. And so we talk about that and we also encourage them to come to our office and attend some of the classes. Uh, and I think you mentioned we have classes and we certainly have most everything you could possibly need in order to start a business or even a functioning business, improve it. Uh, one of the big uh, problems a lot of businesses or people have is, they really don't know how to market their business or they don't even have a business plan. And without a business plan, you don't go anywhere. It's like taking your car and not knowing where you're going. Now, in the good old days, you would pull out a map. Now you just pull out your phone and push wherever you're going and it will guide you. <laughs> and so. that's kind of what SCORE does over there. That's right. And uh, it, as I said, they will help you avoid a lot of the pitfalls and hurdles that a lot of businesses – because, you know, people come up with an idea – for a product or a service, but that's just the beginning of it, right? It, that's right. You got to go out there and sell that thing. You got to put it together. You got to market it, and you have to have a plan on how to do that. And that's what SCORE can help you out with. And if you're an established business and you want to expand, they can help you. There's particular you know, hurdles and pitfalls doing that, that and they can correct. help you there as well. And uh, once again, the mentorship program is entirely free. The breakfast series is free. The lunch series is a slight charge, but you get lunch. Uh, and, and you get some wonderful speakers. And you have an opportunity to really meet other people. And It's also a great networking opportunity. It is a definitely great network. And you'll go home with some physical reading material and, and home, you know, uh, stuff that you can refer to in the future. And we always welcome people to come back and uh, actually talk to any one of our mentors. And as you indicated... 
there are many of us there, and uh, there's a variety of experience, very good experience, because most of us have had a business in the past, and I would say just about everybody there has been successful. So we uh, we are teaching with pain because we've been there and done that. <laughs> and I want to get back to talk about a little bit about your experience and how you became a volunteer at SCORE. But I want to go to Kristen for a little while because you were a participant in the Pitch Fest, which is one of the highlights of the Biz Fest. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the Biz Fest is held in May each year now. So you can watch Correct. the website. And, uh, and as it comes around, you can go. It's a great networking opportunity in and of itself. But first of all, Kristen, how did you find out about SCORE? What, how did you know about them? I was speaking at One Million Cups back in, I think it was in April. This is the Rollins College program, yes, I think. Yeah, okay. so I was telling a group of entrepreneurs about my idea. And uh, John Ryan was one of your wonderful volunteers. I think he was in the front row. And... He just was smiling and nodding and just loved my presentation. And and it was just such a great thing to have someone in the audience giving me so much just visual visual feedback. Uh And he came up to me afterwards and he said, I love your idea. I think that you would be a perfect candidate for our pitch fest. You've already answered all the questions, you know, in the presentation that, that you'd be asked so, you know, all you have to do is sign up and, you know, hopefully you'll get selected. And probably about a month later, uh, he called and said, guess what? You got selected. And it okay. was really great. He was really super supportive in all ways. It was just such a blessing to meet him. Let's do a flashback. Uh-huh. Uh, let's get to know you a little bit. We always like to get some background here. And we're going to do the same thing to you, Lucy. Um, are you from this area? Um, I've lived here for 11 years, but this is not where I was born. Okay. Um, were you in business where you were before? Uh, no, this is, I mean, I had a job, but um, when I moved to Orlando from Toronto, this was the first time that I actually became self-employed and then became a business owner. Okay. And did you grow up in Toronto? Uh-huh. I have some friends who live there now. Um, it's actually south of several uh, states, right? Yeah. Toronto, it's, south of Maine, south of... Uh... They're having the worst summer ever. I just really? feel so bad for my family. It's just <laughs> either ro- raining or co- cold all the time. Cold. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not warm this year. Not, right? not this year. Okay. It's a very nice city, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you came here 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you didn't have a job. So did you decide that you wanted to go out on your own? Or how did that, that happen? Well, I married an American. And I... I thought that that would have been a really slam dunk immigration experience, but it was still over a year that I wasn't allowed to work or leave the country. And I think if I'd hired an hired an immigration attorney, I might have been able to kind of or come here illegally. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I would have. <laughs> I'm sure I could have worked legally if I really wanted to. But um, so I basically had a year and a half to kind of recreate myself, and and I started writing. Um, because there were some great local publications that would allow me to publish for free. I didn't get paid for the writing, but it gave me something to do because I came from a really busy corporate job. And What uh, did you do? I worked for a motivational speaker out of Toronto, and so I planned his travel and went on his gigs and um, created, created curriculum and right. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. to like for it to come to a grinding halt when I moved here. And so that just doesn't work with my personality. So I started writing. Sit still, no, words, right. I started writing, and then I wrote the book Great Dates Orlando, which was the first time I decided, you know, I really love writing about date night. It's something that's really important to my husband and I. And then the 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 
the book spawned the newsletter and then the newsletter spawned the blog, which is totally the opposite of how things happen these days. Usually people start a blog and then they build a newsletter and then someone says, hey, write a book based on your blog. It was a total opposite way to do it. But it worked out for me. And then by the time... started at the top. That's why. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, by the time everything was kind of rolling... I'd already, by the time I got my immigrant, like my landed resident status or permanent resident status or whatever it is, um, I was already kind of like spilt full steam ahead and it was like, well, I'm not going to go get a job now. Like I love this. And I was freelancing, writing, freelance writing. And then I also had my website. And another uh, sort of, uh, I don't know if it was brilliant or just because the way you went about it. I mean, it's pretty low budget operation too, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, when I started, I didn't even use WordPress. I was using type pad which i think was costing 495 a month or something like that right and i didn't have the traffic back then to worry about hosting and all that and i didn't have a lot of the bells and whistles i wasn't using mailchimp and all of that at the, right. be- at the beginning um uh, the constant content but or contact but yeah it was definitely hundred dollars a month in expenses overhead and, right? yeah yeah that's about it all and right. me you know just my time so yeah it was great okay all right we've got to take a break when we come back, uh, we're going to find out how she got from the blog, the book, the blog, and then the, the uh, how is it again? The book, the blog, no, the book, the, the newsletter, and the newsletter, yeah, and, and the, the blog. blog, how she got from there to win the pitch fest and what all of that means. We're going to find out a little bit more about Lucy as well. And don't forget, if you'd like to find out a little bit more about SCORE, go to Orlando.score.org. Or please visit the Facebook page and like us there. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And please, once again, keep telling your friends and family about the show. The whole idea is to get all this great news out. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score. Once again, this is the show to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and scores the organization to help you do it. Orlando.score.org. I am Christopher Hart. And today sitting in for Rich is Lucy Polito. And our guest today is Kristen Maneri. And Lucy, I want to go back to you for a couple of minutes, and then we'll get back to you, okay, Kristen? Sounds good. All right. Uh, so where are you from? You've got a bit of an accent there. You could detect my accent? Just yes. a little bit. I am from Colombia, South America. Colombia. Ah, yes. that's a it's beautiful country down there. It is. And how did you find yourself here? My mother brought me. Okay. So I came when I was a child, and so I technically grew up here. I grew up in New York. Then I went to all the way to high school there, and then I moved to California, and I lived in California about 10 years. I went to school there, and then I uh, started jobs, and then uh, I got some pretty good jobs, and I started moving around the country and later on around the world. As part of your uh, occupation? Yes. What, what was the what was the industry you were in? Well, you know, I started as a collector. That okay. was that was my initial job. All right, um, and then I eventually opened up a collection agency in New York City. Uh, but then, of course, I was still young, so uh, I was going uh, steady with a with a boyfriend, and uh, all of a sudden we broke up. And at that point, because I was still young, I said. I'm leaving this city. I was never very happy in New York anyway. Uh, so I decided I'd move to California. And I sold my business and went off to California. Did you start another one? No. The bad news was, you know, when I started looking for a job, because, you know, the laws were different. and Sure. It, it was, you know, I had to settle. Um, and um, I decided that I would just look for a job. 
it wasn't quite as easy as I thought it was going to be simply because people didn't believe at that time uh, that a, a woman, a young woman, had owned a business, much less a collection agency business. And so, was able to sell it for yeah. real money. <laughs> yeah, so that was a little bit of a of a challenge. But anyway, uh, fortunately, I got a job with a credit card company. And, and from then on, it basically, credit cards have been my life because I just worked with them uh, in that company. The company was carte blanche. It, oh, yeah. I, I worked there for nine and a half years. And that was one was, of the more exclusive cards, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it yeah. was an exclusive card. Uh, it was then bought out by uh, Diners Club. And at the time, Diners was very strong in the East Coast and carte blanche was very strong in the West Coast. Uh, and basically, there were no other cards at that point. So when diners bought uh, American Express, it became like uh, it went to the court, uh, to the Supreme Court. Like, I don't know if it was Supreme Court, but anyway, it went to some court. Uh, and they were telling that, you know, this was going to be a monopoly. So they had to give up one of them and they gave up carte blanche. So um, and at the time, Diners Club was a lot more international, not so much uh, carte blanche. So they stuck with Diners Club. So then after that, I um, traveled. I left them, and I went to work for Citicorp. And Citicorp had credit cards, but they were private label credit cards. So I worked with them. Private label label meaning? Private label meaning that in those days you had a credit card. Say you had a a department store card, and it was, I'll say Macy's for the heck of it, okay? And in reality, it was not a Macy's credit card. It was a private label card. We handled everything, okay. but it had the Macy's level, logo on it. On it. Right. Yeah. So that's what it was. I so I, I worked with Citicorp uh, out of Denver, and I managed all of the West Coast uh, for the private label cards, and we had several department stores and so on. Then after that, I worked with them for a while. I moved to the finance business, and I worked with ITT. ITT had a very large finance organization. One was here in the southern part of the states, and the other was in the northern part. It was known as Thorpe Finance in the north, and it was Aetna Finance in the south. Oh, yeah, Aetna, sure. So I worked with them for a number of years, and then I uh, came to uh, work I, internationally. I was you? called by, uh, well, I was ready to retire. I wanted to retire at 40 years, boy. Was I ever wrong? <laughs> but anyway. But you had a reputation, I take it. I had a reputation, yeah. And uh, somebody called me and said that they were looking for somebody with my background in Mexico. So I thought, oh, wow, I can get a free trip out of this one. Yes, I'll go. So I went for the interview and came back, and I was hired. And uh, I started my uh, second part of the career, I guess, with American Express. And traveling worldwide. And I traveled worldwide for a while. I was uh, vice president of operations for uh, American Express for all of Latin America. But before that, I was in charge of what was called quality and reengineering for the international division of American Express. And that's when I traveled all over the world. Wow. So I did that for some years. And then, well, how did you find yourself at SCORE here in Orlando? Well, uh, at one time in my life when I worked with Edna, I lived here in Orlando. So I worked here from 76 to 82, and I worked for Edna. And I loved the hot weather, and it was a nice small town. And I thought, man, when I retire, this is where I'm coming back to. So in 99, I retired. I came back to Orlando. And then I thought, now what am I going to do? And one day I picked up the paper, and I said, you know, I want to give back to the community. I want to give back to somebody. So... 
I found score, and I said, well, what is this all about? I saw what it supposedly was doing, and I thought, I, I could do this, and the rest <laughs> is history. Here you are. Well, I tell you what, you have crammed a lot into your life, and you still like, like you got a long way to go. I hope so. I certainly hope so, <laughs> and I very much enjoy score. I enjoy helping people, and I enjoy meeting people like Kristen, because you know one of the reasons why I'm here? This is wonderful. See, I thought she was going to get me a date, but apparently it doesn't work quite that way. <laughs> well, that brings us back to Kristen. <laughs> Maybe she can help you out. Who knows? Um, Kristen uh, Maneri, as you said, you came here 11 years ago from Toronto. You'd, lo- you'd left a high-pressure, fast-paced job down here. You were now a wife, and you were at home and legally prevented from working mm-hmm. for a year because mm-hmm. you had not received uh, citizenship status and such. Um, and so you started writing. You wrote a book, then you wrote a newsletter, and then you now you have a blog. Yeah. About what? I write about things for couples to do on date night. So where to go eat, fun places to go, interesting experiences to have, events that might interest you. So I kind of look at the many, 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 many sides of Orlando, not just the tourist side, but just it's a really wonderful place to live through the lens of would a couple want to do this? Is this something that a couple would enjoy doing together? Now. When you were in Toronto, you said you worked for a fellow who was a motivational speaker. Uh How did you go from that to date night? Well, it's funny. So he held these three and four day long events and I used to go to them all the time. I was part of the production team and then he would do smaller events and I I was sort of with him all the time. So you were a traveler too, like Lucy (laughs) here, right? And he, one of the things that he often mentioned was that him and his wife, he and his wife had a regular date night and I, his wife and I were really good friends. We still are really great friends. Um, someone I really look up to one of my mentors and they just had this beautiful, lovely light marriage that just seemed to be full of fun and ease. And I don't know that date night had everything to do with it, but it had something to do with it every Saturday night. You know, come hell or high water, they had their date night, even if it meant just sitting on the couch together and having a cup of tea or a glass of wine and meeting them and really being entrenched in that environment and that, you know, that philosophy was right around the time that my husband and I were getting married. So we started right at the beginning. Date night was just something we did right from the very, very beginning. It wasn't something we started, you know, after the seven year itch, we were like, "Uh oh, things aren't going very well. We have always had date night. We've always made a big deal out of our wedding anniversary Um, so I think that that really translated really well when anybody asks me now, should I start a blog or I want to start about this? I want to, I want to write about cupcakes or my, my kids or my dogs or going, you know, traveling, whatever. I I always tell them, you've got to make sure that you're passionate enough that you could make a list of a hundred different things you would write about on that topic, dogs or the cupcakes or the kids, and actually imagine yourself writing all hundred of those things. And doing that for the next five years. And if that still lights you up, if you really love your dog that much, then do it. But for me, I really do love date night that much, which is why I've been managed. I've managed to build the website with such consistency over the the last decade. Just a couple of quick questions. I'm sorry. Did you? No, I was just going to say, does your husband ever give you an idea of where he would (laughs) like to take you? You know, (laughs) No, but that's not. But that's not because that's a man thing, right? no, it's, he would love to plan, but there's just no point. You know, if he was to plan a night, I 
would inevitably have a thought or an insight or something. You know, I just, it, <laughs> it's like he handles the car. Like he would never ask me like, when's the last time you got an oil change? I don't know. That's not, that's a blue job. I don't handle that. Believe that's me, his I job. He's happy with that. I'm sure he is. <laughs> he, he plans our anniversary every other year. We yeah. have a, that's our ritual. So this year is, is his turn to plan, and he'll okay. do it. Yeah, and yeah. I will not criticize or insu- input anything. I'll just yeah. accept. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the pressure that comes on a man when he has to try to figure out where a woman wants him to take her. Right? Well, if you come to Orlando Day Night Guide, that pressure is completely relieved. We're right. we literally thousands <laughs> and thousands and thousands. That's of ideas. why I said earlier in the show, you you're in a business that probably had a need ever since yes. there's been men and women. <laughs> it's a good right? business to be in. I make people happy. <laughs> exactly. You know, I could see the cavemen sitting around going, oh, what am I going to take tonight? <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, real quick, uh, the uh, motivational speaker, mm-hmm. is is he still doing it? Would you like to mention him? Yeah, Richard Robbins. Yeah, he's in the real estate world. That's what he does. He speaks specifically to real estate professionals who are trying to build big businesses, but also ones that have balance and that do good in their community. But yeah, and Sue yeah. is his wife and they're lovely. I love them very much. And while we're on the subject, obviously your husband has provided you a great deal of support as this has gone along, yes. right? Would you like to mention? Hi, honey. <laughs> Hi, Mark. And my kids, too, Elizabeth and Allie. They're seven and eight, almost nine. Oh, so cool. to them, too. Hi, cool. babies. All right. And by the way, Kristen is a regular, pretty regular on Fox 35, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. We, I definitely am on usually at least once a month, sometimes more than that. In the, on the morning show? Uh-huh, on Good Day. Yeah, during the week. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a different segment every time, but I'll talk about anything from fun uh, subscription boxes that come in the mail that create great date nights to fun staycations to things you can do on the cheap. So, yeah. Okay. I really enjoy that team. They're lovely people. All right. So one morning when you tune in to Fox 35, you might see Kristen. Yeah. That's right. Go, hey, I remember hearing her on that radio show <laughs> with that heart fella. Okay. Kristen Maneri and Lucy Polito will be with me when we come back from the break. And don't forget, you can check all the things out at score that SCORE has to offer by going to Orlando.score.org. You hear the uh, just a sample of the experience, for instance, with Lucy here, that people have at SCORE just waiting to help you out with questions and, uh, and help you save yourself a lot of time and money in the process. That's orlando.score.org, 407-420-4844. When we come back, we're going to get into more detail about Kristen and her business, how it's doing, how she won the contest, and how you can take advantage of what she has to offer. So stick around, please, for more of What's the Score. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here. Along with me today is Lucy Polito sitting in for Rich. And Kristen Maneri is our guest here today. And Lucy is a volunteer at SCORE. We Correct. just went through all that. And, and what a fan, fantastic and amazing career she has had. Talk about shattering glass ceilings. You were doing it all along the way. Yes, and, I was. And uh, in, in the studio, as I said, is Kristen Maneri. And Kristen's business is called Orlando Date Nights, Date Night, no S, Orlando Date Night Guide. Mm -hmm. And you can find it at orlandodatenightguide.com. You can email her at Kristen, that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at orlandodatenight.com. Her phone number is 407-719-5190, 407-719-5190. 
719-519-5190. And we'll go over that information a little bit later in the show if you didn't get a chance to get it down now. Um, so Orlando Date Night Guide started out as a book. Yeah, it was called Great Dates Orlando. Great Dates Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's st- obviously still available, right? It is. You can still get it on Amazon, I think. Um, but it's it's really outdated at this point because it was written in 2000, at the beginning of 2007. You mean there aren't certain fundamentals that are true, timeless sort of things? Well, yeah, <laughs> but a lot, if you think back, right around 2007 is when things started to kind of right. go to the, down the, you Tank. know what. Right. And... So a lot of the things that I wrote about are still not, are just no longer there, you know, or they changed or they moved or they all, yeah. So it it had, it was 52 things to do on date night in Orlando, one for each night of one for each week of the year. And so I probably would say a good number, good, about half of them would not be relevant anymore. Plus that was written when I first moved here. Like I, if I could rewrite it again, I would. 52 very different things in there. I've learned a lot more about the city since then. So you may do that at some point, yeah. I take it. Maybe. I don't know. Digital it, it, is so much easier. The city has changed a yes, lot. Definitely. Even the people, the population has also changed yeah. a lot. Yeah, and downtown. Like a lot of the Ooh. book is focused on things that tourists would do, and there just wasn't as much going on in the no. Thornton Park. There wasn't even a Thornton Park, or the mm-hmm. Main Street um, program hadn't really taken off at that point. So all these great little neighborhoods weren't a thing yet so it there's just been so many changes it just that book wouldn't be relevant kindling okay so the i guess the better suggestion is go to your website and get uh, the newsletter well we and we update the website pretty much daily there's a, a new post that will go up almost every single day we don't post on the weekends but monday to friday and then on thursday we send a newsletter out with everything that we'd written about this week so one that went out this week that i loved is um, a lot of people wonder, like, can you crash hotel pools? Like, are you allowed to do that? And the answer is no, but there's actually about 10 different resorts in the area that you can either get day passes or if you're using their spa. So there actually is ways to, like, legally allowed to use a really awesome resort pools, including the Four Seasons, um, as long as you know all the rules and, you know, tricks on how to do it. So we put a post on that, and I, I was really excited about that. One of my contributors wrote that and i kind of read it right away like oh my gosh this is such good information (laughs) yeah we have a ton tons and tons and tons of information it can be a little overwhelming which is why discovery club was created which is what i ended up winning the pitch fest for okay uh i want to get to that here in just a minute but at what point did you know that this was a marketable thing did you have that idea right away or was it you because you said you were just kind of looking for something to do yeah, I mean, it was a passion project for the first seven years. I didn't even know to put Google Analytics in until 2011. So I had no idea if anybody read what was Great Dates Orlando so and became an Orlando Day Night Guide just for fun. Right. It was just, just for passion. That was it. And then uh, in 2011, when I actually embedded the analytics code, and I could see, like, wow, people actually read this. And then I watched it grow, and I, I got a little addicted to watching my analytics and knowing that certain content did better than others and where I was ranking on Google searches and realizing that certain certain pieces of content were doing really well because it had ranked on the first page. Or I still have a New Year's Eve post that is the f- number one when you Google New Year's Eve in Orlando, and I get between fifty to 75,000 hits just on that one single story. That I wrote just because somehow the Google gods shined down on me and I ended up on the first page ahead of Universal and Disney and all of those people. How did you translate that data into dollars? So in 2014, 
I started kind of pondering like, wow, I really wish this could be my full-time job. I was still freelance writing and doing magazine writing, Orlando Magazine. And Oh, okay. So you had started writing yeah. for magazines yes, just to I make could, some income. Yes. That okay. was where I actually earned my income. Okay. Uh, and it was just kind of stressful doing both. And the, the blog was kind of always like the, the redheaded stepchild thing, you know, what I got to when everything else was done. And uh, I was working with a coach at the time, a great mentor. And she had said, well, why don't you make it your full-time job if that's what you'd really want? And I said, because it doesn't make any money. And she said, well, why doesn't it? And I said, because there's no advertisers. And she said, well, go get advertisers. And I said, I don't know how to do that. And she said, well, find someone who does. So I did. I actually ended up hiring someone who was like a freelance ad sales. They were selling ads for a couple of smaller magazines and uh, blogs. And uh, we started working together. And she sold out the site within six months and then... Sold it out. We kind of changed the layout a little bit to add a few more spots for advertising. And then the next year she sold it out again. And we're always sold out. When you say sold out, I mean, how how many spots do you have? We have, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want to go through Is, is it like, a, let, let me ask this way. Is it like, say, a, an old page of a newspaper where you have various size ads? Yes. Yeah, that sort of yeah. thing? But it's a little less um, uh straining on the eyes there's one at the okay. top <laughs> and okay. then the rest of them are down the right hand side there's, okay. there's sidebars and so when people go to your website and they see these advertisers yes they're paying to be on your website yes and it's not a click it, there we have contracts with them and they're with me for we only have annual contracts now so like ritz carlton for example and waldorf astoria and Wyndham, and um like they just alfon dan is another great example they just are commit to us for a year and it's great because it really supports everything that we do. Was it the person that you hired who discovered that you sort of have the perfect uh, business to sell advertising for because you're referring people to that business? Yeah, well, she at first I think she just didn't know how it would go. And then um, she started reaching out to her contacts. And like I said, very early on realized, wow, this is a slam dunk. And I had already done a lot of work on the traffic and and also i think when when advertisers were arriving at the site and really looking around realizing wow this is not just your average blogger like i wasn't just i was doing it five days a week and i was really working hard on building the social media and so we doubled in size within the first six months and then our traffic doubled again and then it doubled again and when i look back at the media kit it's like we had 1500 email subscribers when we started selling ads in 2014 and now we have 16,000 like we've just always been on this trajectory of growth and I think they really appreciate that which is why they stay I'm not resting on my laurels I guess you could say well so let me ask I'm just sorry real quick that's Kristen Maneri and she is the founder of OrlandoDateNight.com and also sitting in for Rich today is Lucy Polito okay Lucy no, I was just wondering, let's say Chris wanted to take me out for dinner or uh-huh. something, okay? Um, how would he find you? How would he subscribe or, you know, does he have to pay you something or how does that work? That's great. That's a great question. So the the blog is totally free. I mean, that is anybody can go there and scour through, year, you know, basically years of ideas and they're categorized by you know eat and drink and do and we've got a cheap and free category which is really popular Um, but discovery club was our subscription model that was created so that if you said look great that you have this blog but i don't want to spend hours going through it to try to figure out what i what we're going to do i plan the entire night for you so all of our subscribers are sent via mail um 
two itineraries, go here, then here, then there. Uh, We also send conversation starters, so really fun questions to kind of get great conversation rolling. Because even if you're on your first date or your 1500th, it doesn't matter. Sometimes conversation is just, it's hard to get out of that rut of like, how are you? How was your day? You know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, And then we also include money-saving vouchers so that when you go on the date night, you can save 10 bucks or maybe get a free glass of wine or get a percentage off your bill, things like that. That's fantastic. Uh, Once again, that is Kristen Maneri. Her phone number is 407-719-5190. More importantly, perhaps, is the website address, orlandodatenightguide.com, orlandodatenightguide.com. And so you were uh, selling advertising and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, do do you have clients who come to you and say, uh, I need some special, you know, advice here or anything like that? Yeah, we. I don't work one-on-one with anybody. Okay, that's but, what I was asking. But they're definitely welcome to do that. And some of my favorite moments over the last 10 years are times that someone has maybe sent me a message through Facebook or through Instagram and said, you know, I've got this big anniversary coming up or... I've got a second date and do you have a plan for me? Or here's what I was thinking. I just wanted to run it by you. And I think because it's gotten so big, I don't really get those emails anymore because I think people would think I wouldn't respond, Mm -hmm. but I just love them. I just, I just love them. It's really fun to get to find out what this special occasion is, what sort of what area of town, what's your budget, and then started to give you some really fun ideas. There's really nothing I love more. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's fertile ground for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's good content material, so keep yes. those emails coming. <laughs> and you can email her at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at OrlandoDateNightGuide.com, OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. And uh, once again, as I said, this has been in need for a long time, and uh, it, it's interesting that not only do you blog and well and do the newsletter, but you also are, are on uh, Fox 35. How did you end up on Fox 35? You know, I someone contacted me, and uh, he was a publicist, and he was growing his publicist business, and he said, do you want me to start pitching you to Fox? And I was like, yeah, of course, why not? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And he pitched it, and I got started right away. I used to be on the weekends, and then I got moved to weekdays, and I'm you know, I just make sure that I'm really great to work with. I send in all my segment notes and pictures and I show up, you know, at least half an hour more earlier than I'm supposed to and never stress anybody out that way. And right. Yeah. So it's it's easy to keep a relationship, I think, when you work really hard to just be super easy to work with. Okay. Uh, once again, Kristen, Kristen Maneri. OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. Uh, we're going to have to take a break here in a minute. When we come back, want to find out uh, how you felt you did and, and how what the experience was like at PitchFest, right? And uh, because she was the winner of the, I guess you were in the existing business category, right? Uh, no, no, I was in the emerging business, category. emerging business category. Okay. Okay. Once again, Kristen Maneri is here with me today and Lucy Polito is sitting in for rich today. And, uh, you can find Lucy at score along with rich and a lot of other great volunteers over there. Over 60 now here in Orlando alone, right? And about 14,000 nationwide. 
14,000. So if you have a friend or family member somewhere else in the country, you can refer them to SCORE too, and I'm sure that they'll find a great mentor in their area out of that 14,000, right? Those are pretty good odds. And by the way, Orlando.score.org is where you can find out all about SCORE here in Orlando and everything that they have to offer. And because it is a nationwide organization, you can go to SCORE.org. That's simply SCORE.org to find out more about them there. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here sitting in for Rich today is Lucy Polito. Doing a great job, Lucy. Rich is going to be jealous. And uh, Kristen Maneri is our guest today. Kristen is the founder and editor of the Orlando Date Night Guide.com website where you can find a blog and you can also subscribe to a newsletter there. Is there a charge for your newsletter? No, nothing. No, not at all. Do you have any questions for her being a a SCORE volunteer? Let's say she came into your office. Is there anything you would ask her? Uh, Well, you know, other than get me a date quickly, but aside (laughs) from that, I would say I think you have a wonderful business, and I can envision some additional things that perhaps you could be doing. And so my question would be, do you have a business plan? Mm -hmm. So my answer to that is sort of. It is definitely not the type of business plan that I could take into a bank and get a business loan. Um, it's a lot of, you know, papers and marks and things scratching out and lists and things like that. But with the prize that I won from SCORE for winning the Pitch Fest, I actually won a bunch of free seminars. And one of them was a business plan seminar. Um, but we left town right after I won and we just got back. So I haven't had time to take them. But those five courses that I won, honestly, we, I ended up winning $2,500, but those courses felt priceless to me in terms of like what I could learn. There was a marketing course and there was a course on money management, I think on more on count, accounting and boy, yeah, I need help in all of those areas because what I'm good at is finding date night ideas. I'm good at marketing myself. I'm, I'm good at communicating what I do and getting in front of people, building the social media, but uh, man... I'm not good at a lot of other things. You know, my experience at SCORE has been pretty much like you're talking about. Those people who have an ongoing business seem to uh, kind of forget that you have to think about the future. And that's what the business plan brings into the picture. Mm -hmm. It talks about where you are right now and where do you want to be in two, three, five, ten years from now. Mm -hmm. And that sounds horrible because, you know, the world is changing so fast that who knows what's going to happen, you know, a year from now, two years from now, let alone 10 years from now. But every large corporation thinks that way. And that's why we have a lot of businesses that are very successful. We also have a lot of businesses that fail because they don't plan. Mm -hmm. And um, I always think about a business plan as a map. It's a map to get you where you want to be in a year, in five years, in 10 years. It's an organized way of thinking and planning your business. So I really encourage you to take that class. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be very, very helpful. And it'll it'll bring things to you that you hadn't even thought about because mm-hmm. it makes you think. That's a great uh, analogy, the so, map analogy. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So I encourage you to attend to those classes. Yeah, thank you. And so you were at the Million Cups mm-hmm. in Rollins, at mm-hmm. Rollins College. How did you find out about that, by the way? The organizer reached out to me on Facebook, actually. Okay, so he found you. Yes. That's interesting because that's been your business experience is that the business and the things are finding you. Uh I mean, you're kind of not 
you weren't even looking. Right. right? Yeah, like the publicist, too. Yeah, that's, that's what funny. I mean. Yeah. They're, they're all finding you. Right. This is an interesting way about going about yeah. things, isn't it? <laughs> if only everybody could do it right now. But uh, obviously, you, you've, you've got something that people want. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you didn't even know it, so to speak. Uh, right. Initially. Yeah. Well, and as one friend of mine uh, always reminds me, is I live this you now. Like I don't. Yeah. I, we we love our date night. That's something that we do every single week and we almost said, never miss it. And and you you really think that it it enhances your marriage? Totally. Oh my gosh, it's oxygen for our marriage. Definitely, especially after having kids. You know, they're they're just. They're a wonderful force, but they're a massive distraction sure. <laughs> to, I mean, you guys, it's hard to have even a five minute conversation with each other of any depth whatsoever without being interrupted. And, you know, and then oh. we're, we, we lean into that because we have a weekly date night. You know, I don't, I don't feel frustrated by their interruption because I know Saturday night we are going to be alone and I can talk to him all night long and no one's you'll going to interrupt your, you'll us. You'll have your time. That's right. And I think that's why I say a business plan is very important because you'd be surprised how many other things can come behind this particular service that you're offering. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just as you stop and think about this, uh, I mean, she can help an awful lot of marriages just by having this particular service. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I tell you what, Lucy, that really lights me up. That is like the bigger why for me in terms of what I do this for. It's been great to build a business and to make money and to have my own thing. But you sort of have one of those rare businesses that everybody could use your services. I don't (laughs) care who they are or what they, you know, what what stage they are at in life. Let's just put it that way. Okay. You you can reach anybody from, I don't know, 15 years old to uh, 90, 95. Yeah, Yeah, sure. And regardless of orientation. Yes, right. Absolutely. And uh, so, so you did the pitch fest was, was other than the million cups. Was this the first time you did anything like that? Because it was a much bigger crowd. Yeah. Pitch vest, right? Definitely, yeah. And it also the stakes were higher too, you know, like I wasn't trying to win anything at one million cups. So um and I was fine with whatever I walked away with. It was a great experience, but I also am growing. I like I had mentioned we're creating an app and that's a very expensive endeavor. And so to win first place and to have that money was like that would be great. And you know, the other part of it which was unexpected was just the the encouragement from the judges and having a group of people say, we think you've got this. We think that we see something in you because I think any entrepreneur will tell you that I think the opposite probably too many times a day. Like, what am I doing? I can't do this. I don't know how I'm going to get there. And to have people who had really successful careers and knew a lot about business say to me, you win. Like we, we believe that you're our best bet and we want you to have this money. Man, I, I got in my car and cried. Like I was really moved by that. That meant more to me than the money. And the money was great. (laughs) Tears of joy. (laughs) Yes. Um, That's fantastic. And so now that you've met Lucy and that you've, you've got the courses that you're going to be going Mm -hmm. to, do you envision perhaps uh, working with a mentor at SCORE? I can't do any more growth without it. You know, like there's just so many points now, legal things, um, things about human resources, accounting. I'm butting up against so many uh, areas that I have no knowledge and experience in that it's like, I can't not. Just to point it out, that's sort of the downside 
of having everything come to you. Yes. Right? Because you didn't have to do that plan initially. Yeah. But now you realize that, oh, my Lord, look what I've got. Yeah. I got to do something here to take care of it, right? Yeah. And, I, and you know, real desire to be organized and to be on top of things. And, you know, I, God forbid I ever get audited. Like, I... I highly value being organized. You know, I I wouldn't want to spend months sifting through Amex records to try to answer people's questions. So better do that work now and have a system. So, yeah, yeah, I will be I will be there. Okay, real quickly, I'm sorry. Uh, That is Kristen Maneri. She's the founder, editor of OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. That's OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. You just write it all out. And uh, you can email her at Kristen at OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. K-R-I-S-T-E-N at OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. No, I was going to say that I certainly encourage Kristen to come to uh, SCORE because we have a wealth of information amongst us. And if there isn't anybody that can help you locally, we certainly can find the resource anywhere in the United States. And I encourage people who are listening to us to do the same because if you have an idea and you really don't know how to get it started, that's what we're there for. We're there to help you. And the most important thing is that it is free because every one of us that's there basically just wants to give back. And uh, what better way than to help other people be successful? And that's what we're there for. I love that. It's so great. And so today we've been speaking with Kristen Maneri, founder and editor of OrlandoDateNight.com. And sitting in for Rich today has been Lucy Polito. Now, Kristen, I know you've been on radio before. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a simple question. Was it worth your while to be on radio? Did you get a response? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I it's one of the best ways to reach people, especially because when they're listening um, they're usually in their car or they're right next to their phone and they can immediately look up whatever it is that you're talking about. Um, and I think it's a great way to get people connected with who you really are. You know, like usually radio has a little bit of a longer life in terms of how long you get to communicate. Uh, and that always works out really well in my favor because people get to know my personality and, you know, really who I am in the world. Um, so yeah, gosh, I love radio. I would love to have my own radio show. If you ever want to just walk into my life and hand me that, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucy, you have never been on radio before, have you? Yes, I have. Oh, you have? Not here, but uh, in my uh, other previous jobs, I used to be in charge of travel for American Express in Mexico. So I had to do a little bit of that every okay. once in a while. Okay. Was was this uh, a tough experience sitting in for Rich today? I don't think so. And by the way, I, I have to give you a little bit of uh, info. Guess who brought Rich into score? You did. I did. I know. We're going to have so, to talk some, about that. All some people thing. can blame me and some people <laughs> can praise me. <laughs> he is the award-winning Rich Jekyll. So some people can thank you as well. <laughs> and a lot of people that he has helped out, I'm sure, yes. would thank you yes. as well. The reason I brought up radio, of course, is because it is such a great way to communicate. And interestingly enough, even though people can't see you, they do get a feel for your personality. Yeah, I agree. And it is because you're making that one-on-one connection. Most of the people who listen to radio are listening by themselves. And so it is a great way to get your idea out there. And a great way to find out how radio can work for you is to talk to Bill Files. 
He is the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. His phone number is 407-618-1760. And Bill's got a great team here, great folks who know radio inside and out, and they make it so easy for folks like us to come in here and sit down and do a radio show. And, folks, you can do it, too. And Bill is the fellow who can tell you how to most effectively spend your dollars, even maybe having a show of your own, perhaps being a sponsor of a show, and, of course, by advertising on the radio. You can get your voice and or your message to the people that you want to hear it. And with four great radio stations here, FM simulcasting as well, Salem Media Group is most prepared to help you out. Bill Files, 407-618-1760. Kristen, Lucy, it's been fantastic. I wish we could go another hour. We'll just have to do it again. Thank you. It was well, wonderful. I really appreciate it. Well, maybe you can make that into a date idea. Yeah, being uh, on a radio show. <laughs> that's right. I could spin Why that. Not? Why not? Yeah. All <laughs> right. So uh, we'll talk more about you being in the radio business. And, Lucy, you should be, too. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for today. Orlando.score.org is the SCORE website. OrlandoDateNightGuide.com is Kristen's website. So check them both out. And you will definitely thank yourself for doing it and tell every, all your friends about it. Orlando.score.org. Please like us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook and OrlandoDateNightGuide.com. That's it. Bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.